Hey, hey, welcome to Web3 Weekly with your host, Blockstar Technology. Let's go. Happy New Year, everyone. We are back. We are back with a vengeance. So, <laughs> Happy New Year to uh, people from Twitter, uh, our Insta Nation, or Twitter Nation, Insta Nation. <laughs> And YouTube Nation, everyone. All the nations. All the nations. Um, we are super excited to be back in 2023. Um, so today's podcast is going to be about catching up, you know, sort of round up, as uh, you said, Maureen, about 2022. And yeah. also going into uh, the exciting projects and things we are looking at doing uh, for 2023. Right? So, um, so just 2022. Where should we start? Should we start from our... Um, it, it had quite an exciting end, which kind of, I think... Yep. overshadowed a lot of the earlier stuff that, yes. that went on. Isn't um, it funny how that happens? Like when you get to such a high, you forget all those, you know. Or such struggle. a low, yeah. you forget that high that it's you had true. back yeah. that little bit further. Right. Yeah. I mean, when we start the, you know, yeah, if, if you, let's talk about NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Um, so uh, with the NFTs, uh, there's like a lot of things going on. Uh, new uh, things happening in the NFT space, uh, the Lots prices were, projects, new projects prices coming up, up yeah. you know, and the prices were up, people are flipping, everything, like everyone thought like, oh, this is not going to end, you know, it was like that that good. And then uh, things changed, <laughs> <laughs> right? I would say, let's, let, let, because it's, I, I, I'm going to call it a crash, I like to call it like a change, right? Because it's a, a correction. It's a correction. a correction. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. It's a correction, right? And happened. And then out of that, uh, new things came about, right? I think people start thinking lot, uh, innovative ways, like, in, you know, to make their project more valuable, right? And um, in the same space, um, we saw like major brands coming in while yeah. the markets were down and a lot of the, oh, let's do a quick 10,000 uh, NFTs that's pretty much died down now and yeah. people have gone into more like uh, smaller numbers mm. rather than larger numbers, right? It's, it's, it's like it had a spring cleaning and got yeah. rid of a lot of the clutter that was out there. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think um, I have a feeling that uh, the market got really started that the cleaning process mm. and weed out a lot of the um, the so-called project founders that call themselves project founders but was not sticking there just pretty much disappeared yeah. uh, in the quiet period yeah and uh, there's a lot of noise i mean when you go to this the amount of twitter spaces that was at that time yeah. to now you know and, and the amount of people in each space as in well. In each space as well, yes. These numbers have changed, right? Before mm -hmm. they had like quite a, like, you know, quite a few numbers in the Twitter spaces. And uh, there were spaces like big ones in the weekends and yeah. every time. And I noticed the, uh, for the space, number of spaces gone down and the number of people in those spaces gone down as well. But now we had a lot more, what you call meaningful conversations yeah. rather than just pumping. You know, there were, there were spaces created just to pump NFT projects. Just shilling. Yeah. Just shilling. Simple shilling, right? yeah. And they said like, oh, we only give you like uh, three minutes to come and shill your project, you know? And, you know, so no wonder the market were like, yeah. you know, they were like really pushing and, you know, again, other things that we had someone here uh, mm. today talking about it and how they seen. And Charlie said it on numerous occasions. <clears throat> Hi, Charlie, if you're watching. Or yes, listening. we miss you. Yeah, we, <laughs> we miss you. Um, What's Charlie again? Each, 
It's like that, isn't it? Oh, good lord. Hey, Charlie, sorry. I'll see you tomorrow. But this is obviously not the first time this has happened. It yep. won't be the last. Mm-hmm. But each time you get that sort of exodus from not just the markets, but the entire ecosystem, mm. um, there still tends to be more than there was at the previous dip. Mm-hmm. So yep, you get some right. people come in, Yes, it will drop off, but it'll still be higher than the previous one. So the Correct. numbers overall are yes. still... And I feel climbing. like that a lot of the times is because the people that went through it the previous time yeah. now know what to expect. That's so exactly I think every right. time new retail people come in or new people to the space, it's always a shock to the system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like no matter how long you've been in the space, yeah. it's always like, damn it. Because like with blockchain, crypto, NFTs, all of it, mm. as we all know, it just happens so fast. Like yeah. one day everyone's <laughs> up, they're driving their Lambo to work, you yeah. know, next week they're working at Macca's. It's just... It'd be like moving to the Midwest in the US with no idea, and then all of a sudden, you know, a tornado comes through, whips everything out of the ground, and you're sitting there going, what was that? Yes. And all the neighbours are like, yeah, that happens. Don't worry about that. Exactly, right? So (laughs) veterans. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so if you go around there, if I ask you the question, um, Craig, Mm -hmm. uh, what is your key take when it comes to the NFT space? In Ooh, NFTs specifically? Yeah, let's do NFT and then um, let's go into... Well, I, I think obviously, like continuing on from what you were just saying, yeah. um, like, and I've said this before, I would buy something, like I would buy art for art's sake, mm-hmm. but failing that, mm-hmm. I think you need to do some research and make sure that the project is well-founded, has legs, will actually do what it's going to do. And it's not just the project, usually. It's quite often the people behind the project. And I think that that's a very important takeaway. Yeah, cool. Uh, sorry, when you say legs, you know what my head went to? You know, the feet? Oh, oh, the feet? Oh, yeah, let's sorry. talk about that. Yeah, oh, you know what? Come on, Maureen. What's I, your I don't know. I thought instantly when you said legs, we were talking about the NFT foot fetish, <laughs> pixelated feet. For anyone that has that, yeah. would you call it a problem? Maybe not. not a problem. Fetish problem. It's a hobby for some. Oh, okay. <laughs> some play sport, others collect <laughs> pictures of feet. Um, but that's an NFT project now, isn't it? Yes. Apparently, cartoon feet. Yeah, apparently taking off. So people can sell anything if, on the internet. If something, somebody wants to tell us why, that would be great. Well, whatever rocks your board. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not hear why, to be honest with you. All right, maybe not. But sorry. All right. So what is your take for the, for the um, NFTs in 2022? Yeah, so I, I'm in agreement with Craig. And with 2022, I think we found that a lot of people um, are opportunistic. A lot of people pumped out NFTs because as with a lot of things, People were still uneducated, didn't know any better. It was new. Um, They missed the first crypto run. So they thought the NFT was the next opportunity to make millions. And they, you know, heard a story here and there. So people were just going all in without even knowing. Mm. And so where there's people that don't do research, there's always people that are happy to um, feed on them or utilize it or whatever you want to not feed on them. That was weird. Um, But take advantage (laughs) of that. And I think that um, both sides of those have dropped off and with bear markets and when times are low that's when you see the people that are really dedicated to their actual projects and stay in the space and are willing to see it through and um, a lot of passion jobs it's not for the quick buck Mm. so i think that 
um, when things calm down, it's quiet and people can slow down and think more. And I just want to add, obviously, um, with that lack of full knowledge and understanding of what, what an NFT is, I think that a lot more understanding on things like trademark implications, all of these things that you could do with NFTs, a lot of that is cleared up now. So I think everyone got really excited, mm -hmm. forgot that um, we still live in the real world and that the law exists. And that now, if you are going to enter a project, you need to make sure that you're buying something because of the project, not because of the profile picture or because of the FUD or, you know, you have to look into the utility and what what the NFT really means. Is it worth, I guess, reiterating the IP requirements? Because there's a ton of people, especially during the home, mm -hmm. that would just yeah. barrel in, yeah. buy an NFT that looked cool because they were under the impression, mm. like, as with some like the board at Yacht Club, yep. you get to do what you want, create yep. your own merch, you can reprint it, do mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. But I believe that that has to be specific or, or explicitly expressed yeah. or provided by the artist. Absolutely. Otherwise, it's not your IP. You yeah. only have that one. Yeah. You bought it, but it. you can't do anything like that. You can't profit. You can't commercialize mm. off it. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times, it might be a license agreement if they give you that permission. Yeah. But um, it's even using real life trademarks of other people just because you enter the metaverse or you create an NFT. You cannot, all these things that are already protected on the outside world, I think it's weird to call it that, in the real physical or intangible world mm -hmm. is still, once transferred, um, still protected in NFTs, metaverse, anything. Yeah. So I think that there was a lot of confusion because people are so used to um, unregulated wild wild west concepts that come with um, cryptos and all of that stuff but nfts sort of brought in a lot more different layers because it wasn't just a crypto project it was utilizing imagery and with imagery comes you know drawing on existing concepts or creating different things in a metaverse yeah. and so i think you can never really piggyback of someone else's hard work if you want to do it then you have to do it right you can't just steal what is already popular and hope to make a quick mm -hmm. buck because you'll get sued okay yep so in that <laughs> case what is your take on 2022 on the nft on i gave on my NFT. take we're up to yeah. you yeah what was my take i think that um nfts it was where every it brought in a lot of um why what's the term not white money is it white money is that like, how they call it super money uh no that's not <clears throat> that's <laughs> not what I would say. It, what's the term for it? it? Legitimate money. A lot of like money came into the space through NFTs, like different um, types of investors, different projects came in. It was a different type of um, concept to cryptos. Mm. You know, a lot of bigger brands, people are entering it, accepting that the metaverse may be a, you know, the next stage of things. So I think that with that um, 2022 saw the influx mm. and now it's seeing the um leveling out as they get to know mm. what it, an nft really is cool. what about you Cosy? what's your take of 2020 actually oh you we know, knew. Um, i would say first of all yeah. a few takes not just a few nfts <laughs> no 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 uh, okay i would say that you know i would say 2022 is really good for my you know metamask but not good for me <laughs> <laughs> the metamask was really good it's like flourishing um but all in all, you know, I, I've 
I've seen their credit interview was really good in things like what Reddy did, right? Onboarding of people like yeah. the Trump NFT because I think just those two projects onboarded quite a lot of people to the Web3 world without really, you know, using crypto or anything like that into the Web3 world. Yeah. I think now they took that first step. I think now it's to everyone else to like, okay, how can we educate these people and to bring to the, you know, yes. take them on that next journey. So for me, that that's a big one of the big takes, Web2 seamlessly onboarding to Web3. Like yeah. they already had the community and they use that community to bring them into Web3 where yeah. rather than building an NFT project and then having a community and then, you know, it's the other way around. My only concern with that is the three steps forward, two steps back. Yeah. So well, mm. fantastic that it gets those people in because mm. that's where they need to be. If they're getting in on one of these, you know, massively hyped yeah. projects that's actually mm. not going anywhere and it's, part of the noise that was out there, then yes, it gets them on board, but then they feel burnt by it. Hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and I think besides just onboarding, it still needs to be a positive experience. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's the thing, that's a good thing about Ready, hmm. because they already had the community, they're already getting value, and yeah. then they did the other one, not that's with right. the whole Ed's Not the project, other way around. Not the other way around, right? I think, yeah. I feel like then, if you look at that, uh, only, but um, what? 10 to 15% of Reddit users mm. who got those NFTs. Collectibles. Or collectibles, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, went and gone to OpenSea and had massive, you know, amount they got like for those ones. But the rest of them, they don't even know how to take their, you know, <laughs> NFTs out. Stuff. So even though they had a massive drop, like really only a small percentage went to the market for secondary sales. Yeah. You know? Uh, but you know that's that's one one of my takes uh, for yeah. 2022, and the so that's the mass onboarding, right? Yet we have never seen before. Yeah, it's a big mm -hmm. one. Uh, not never seen before, <laughs> but you know. Um, and then uh, I would say the other one. I feel like uh, the the IRL, right? Just a lot more rather than people just uh, basing uh, on just NFT, just digital world, because everyone was flexing uh, online, right? Their wallets yeah. and Twitter and all that stuff. But there was a like close to the end of 2022, like a lot more people now wanted to be in real world, like yeah. real life, right? And that doesn't, you know, like, you know, the meetups and um, and also merchandise, everyone wants to rock up. Mm. Even though we had the digital things in avatars and all those things dropped into sandbox, but people wanted real, like, you know, merch. Yeah, tangible stuff, the tangible. whole touch. Feel. Yes, it's, it's, it's an interesting, phenomena I guess more mm. than anything else like obviously when moving into the metaverse or any of those spaces yeah your avatar can look however you want your avatar to look within yeah. the confines or mm -hmm. bounds of the software but we're seeing the reverse of that with the yes. introduction of AR and the merchandise yes. where you can look as you wish yeah due to that technology 100 percent and, and, and yeah right it's going to be interesting I feel like so I'm, I'm glad that you know, we, in such a short space, we try, you're almost looking at transforming from full digital, like, you know, that decentralization into the like, real world. And now people are, the whole thing about decentralization and um, blockchain is about not being dots, right? Everything anonymity, you can have anonymous, right? But when you look at it, people went to that level and then like, oh, you know, I'm by myself in the being anonymous, right? So they're still, you know, like, they're just like in wine sommeliers. Like there are still who are extreme, you know, believers in the decentralization. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the majority of them, 
they even though they went to the blockchain, they come out and they're like, okay, here I am. I, I, I'm the person who owns this board ape, you know? And Do you know what I think is um, funny? I think that in the past two to three years, the world at large saw a real shift. So I think when, you know, obviously we're all aware that COVID happened and it caused a lot of lockdowns. I think when we went into lockdown and people couldn't physically go and interact with others, a lot of online communities were built mm. and people built these relationships and they got into all of these projects and initiatives and spoke online. And the moment um, borders reopened and everyone could go back out, there was a real eagerness to actually yes. meet the community in real life and actually have that interaction. So it went from one extreme to the other of where people were in the metaverse and you know um, talking and engaging and getting that social whatever in the metaverse but then as soon as they got their freedom they could not wait to get back out and now more than ever they attend those things in real life and they they don't want to be behind screens so before they were like oh no it's so much easier to do it and now they're like i don't want to miss an opportunity yeah. to interact i'm happy to stay here in my room behind my screen until somebody tells me that i have to stay here in my room behind yes. my screen. yeah and, exactly. then I want and then you're like no <laughs> exactly I think that's just yeah. human nature yeah that's human so yeah. i found that as my second, right, um, IRL events, like really, people can't yeah. have enough, you know, they can't get enough of these, right? Yeah. I saw a rise in there. And I would say that um, the next one is, um, we start, um, this really start happening like end of last year, which is um, the, the whole uh, immersive experience, right? It was like building up, but then it ramped right up at the close to the the last like q4 mm -hmm. of 2022 which mm -hmm. is the um you know the immersive experience like spatial came on board like decentraland and all that you know i mean like phoenix australia um did their thing in january last year with yeah. decentraland i think a lot mm -hmm. of quite a few people in the crypto space got into it but this year um I, I feel like they have a lot more partners on board and they're really, you know, getting other communities like cross-pollinating yeah. other communities and bringing a lot more people mm -hmm. now and with really good benefits, even with the, the collaborations that they have yeah. with the partners yeah. have some real good utilities, you know. And they're only yeah. going to get bigger. I mean, we saw the start of it, pretty much the start of it last yes. year. Yeah, last year. Where yeah. the big brands were getting in mm -hmm. as well. And I think that that's going to ramp up. 100% this year yeah, exactly. at which point those relationships will, yeah, be that, will be formed that's right so in the quiet downturns that's where the foundation is really built yeah. and when everything does start to take off again like they're just going to keep building and yeah. building yeah. and getting better so it rewards the people that stuck around and yeah. you know believed uh, in it And I think that's because the brands are planning on being there for the long term yeah. Yeah. they're not just there for the transit for the quick flip or anything yeah. of that nature um, so obviously now is the best time to do it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that, I think that's a good thing about a lot of, you know, so I mean, like there are a handful of big brands like Gucci and uh, who um, Lacoste and, you know, a few of those Nike and, you know, they really went hard. There are, there are it's a, a small handful of brands who are really hmm. killing it out there. But everyone is like, we don't know what we don't know. Pro I'm pretty sure they want to do it, but they don't know. And then but it's also like the capital risk as well. Those brands yeah. have a lot of money to spend like on R&D wise. Yeah, yes, to do all that. Yeah, that's why and they're always the first movers because the smaller um, brands like you're talking yeah. about 
after seeing people burn and you know a mm. downturn they can't justify that risk sometimes yeah. but i think once everything starts to go back on you'll see a lot of people once they've seen it done and seen the benefit they'll mm. be yeah. but did, did you know that uh, forbes was started during the recession like the the, uh, the depression like greatest depression yeah, the great depression yeah. back in this like in the whole thing when you know the you know, thing happened and that's when forbes was started and look at yeah. where it is now yeah. i think I think that's a good thing about the correction. Yeah. So like Forbes who do like, you know, the rich list. And yeah, rich that list. Yeah. Well, isn't that pretty easy to do during a depression? We got all three people on the list. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but I think it would be even harder to find rich people because that's I don't think anyone wants to come out. That's, that's <laughs> you know? you to make to, themselves a target. Yeah. three names. You know? <laughs> and um, yeah, so... Uh, one of the third thing for me was that uh, the whole um, immersive, you know, what Nike brought in with the whole AR thing. Yeah. And I think it's a lot more, um, even um, before it was like just artists uh, doing artwork yeah. Yeah. beginning of the year. And I think now it's more like uh, the street culture, you know, I think sneakers. Yeah. I tell you what, last three months of 2022, I got into sneakers and real ones or real ones, real ones, right? I'm, you know, I love sneakers, right? Mm. I I love them, but I did not, I didn't, I, I thought I loved them, but and then I, I realized, love them. really love them. Yeah, I was like lacking of love, yeah. right? And and it's cool, and it's another thing, like you know, with the more places we go, I'm like, oh my god, look at that, look at that, you know, it's also they're like it flex, it's flexing, yeah. And I'm thinking like, oh my god, it's again. The street culture again, like in that such a, a niche area, everyone thinks like, oh, it's like it's been there forever almost, right? But no outsiders really, like you know, like an old man like myself, like didn't really find it unless you had that hobby when you're growing up and you're skater boy and yeah. all that stuff or a girl, right? You know, you mm-hmm. you almost grew up in the culture, but you missed it. I missed it, yeah, right? Yeah. And now I'm at this age, I'm like, oh, you know what? I really want to get into this yeah. collectible thing, you know? And, you know, it's like, the, you know, whatever collectible, I think it's all started with the NFT. You know, it's a collectible. Yeah, I, I know somebody that had, I'd like to say, just as many shoes as Imelda Marcos. Who's that? Um, <laughs> you know, okay, you can all Google Imelda Marcos if you really want to Who's know. Who's Imelda Marcos? She was the wife of the, I think it was the Filipino... Oh, right. But more importantly, how many shoes did she have? She had a ton of shoes. It was a big thing. Anyway, okay, yeah. So I knew somebody that had a lot of shoes. These were specifically basketball shoes. Ah, right? yes. And I mean a ridiculous amount of yeah. I'm not sure if his collection is still quite that big, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it's decent. Yeah. Hi, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your father. No. <laughs> right. Yes. I mean, um, exactly. You know, and you think that, oh, why do you need these shoes? But then you realize, oh, there's a lot more than it, it because you, you still want to be part of a course. And, you know, when you mentioned about project, I was going to mention you earlier, but I, I held back on it. People want to get around a course, mm-hmm. not around a project or a brand. Yeah. Right? And that's why, like, you know, once I realized that, I, I, I thought I knew that, but it's more now, it's concrete in my head. Like, if you create a course, People are going to get behind it. If yeah. it's a brand, people are like, oh, it's just a brand. I, th- I don't think... It's been a the... real shift, hasn't it? Re- massive, yeah. right? 
It was, it was a little while back that we went through the, and I'm trying to remember if we ended up coming up with the three core or four core things that... Pillars? Yes, pillars yeah, four, yeah. four, yeah, that's right. Um, and it's really just a shift between them. Yes. But I think the more of those pillars that you have, mm. the more successful. More successful yeah. you become. I think it's also, a, we're seeing this shift in society though. Like that's the biggest thing. So many people are so much more aware of, things in general like they're yeah. mindful of recycling they're mindful of how they affect others they're yeah. mindful of wastage so i think a lot more people want to help and do something so when there's a cause and they have an opportunity to make a difference it's a lot different than just supporting a brand like obviously we still get all of that but mm -hmm. like especially this generation coming up yes they're so much more I, i'd say mindful and you know like collaborative and wanting to utilize all of that stuff yeah. mm -hmm. no, I, that, that's the beauty of it and i, I feel like uh, if you you know the nft created that sort of a like a subculture yeah. out of web3 and the, from the crypto bros into that part into art and um for myself i i feel like i look at every single piece of art like anything even like drawing yeah, you know somewhere i'm like oh stop that oh what, what is that you know <laughs> it's just weird. You become a lot more aware of it. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's almost like when you want to buy a car and you see that car that's everywhere. Every, that's yeah. exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. almost like you see like so many. And then um, we got into, you know, we're talking to a few people and in this, what's happening in the sort of the merch and all that area, yeah. uh, what's happening there. And there's some cool stuff going on. And, you know, and I think the more we talk to these people and the whole NFC thing, what's happening there and how can we integrate that and do we need to integrate that in the first place and why and how and all that stuff and you know going down this road you know you realize oh you know when you have NFC chip and when you're washing your clothes you'll be careful on what type of NFC chips you use and all that stuff and you know and I, I never thought of that stuff like you know four months before yeah you know and it's then a learning like, process it's a whole it? learning process and how you get those nfc chips into those you know real why don't world. you tell us what nfc chips do in so the nfc chips like the near field communication that's chips correct. right yeah. and that's what pretty much you have already built into the phones now and that's yeah. how you get your tap and go payments yeah. and what you can do is you can get those chips out you know you can buy those chips as individuals yeah and then you can embed now um, there are two types mainly there's one that is you don't need to power it yeah. yeah and the other ones that you need to power it power them yeah other ones just like when you get uh, one thing close the power makes, unit makes a difference in the distance that in it the works distance from that's and, right yeah. and you power that you know yeah. thing. so um, so like any tag in a car for example is, a, is an example of one of those but yeah. they're powered and they can read them from the gantries as you drive under them up the is that like yeah. the toll thing the, the toll, toll thing, thing. Yeah, the, the, yeah the toll tags and stuff yeah whereas you know you can actually get them that are simply like stickers that's right stuff on there that are not powered don't not need powered. a battery but uh -huh. you need a device to read yeah so when you get the, your phone or anything like that so it's like scanning that a barcode or no no that's, no that's the one that powers that oh, using yeah. a magnetic yeah. field yeah oh cool yeah hmm. so there are two those are the two types and um you know which one you select you know it's up to you based on your um preference yeah on your requirement it's yeah. going to get tricky where the material that your clothing is made out of is okay to wash and tumble dry yes but the nfc isn't <laughs> correct you know, you know exactly you know and this is what we are we are learning yeah. in this process yeah. right um 
they might say, do not iron for a very specific oh. reason. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. And See, and that's the thing. There's all these yeah. considerations where at the time you don't think about it until you come across yeah. that challenge. And it's one of those things where, like I said, the clothing itself might be perfectly fine. Yeah. It'll still fit you, yeah. but it won't work. Yes. Yeah. And that's an odd thing. Yeah. I think... It, the cool thing is with all of this, even blockchain, crypto, NFTs, it's still very much in its infancy, even despite how far it's come, we're still in the experimental yeah. phase. So it's all trial and error, like what's going to work, what's not going to work, yeah. how much further can we push this? Like, mm, yeah. And I think, like you said, with the clothing, mm -hmm. the idea is there and now it's like, all right, now how do we actually make this work in mm -hmm. every well, scenario? Yeah, 100%. So that's pretty much what I, those are my key takeaways from 2022. So heading to 2023. Yep. All right, Craig, what do you think? <laughs> well, what, what, what do you, what do you like to see? No, what, about what, what do you like to see? No, no, what, what I think we'll see yeah. um, is actually, so it, we just touched on a lot of it then. So we, we spoke about the big brands coming oh, in. Oh, but before we go, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, keep that thought. Yeah. What about the meetups? What? That's a big take for us. Like oh, last yeah. year, meetup. Uh, I was definitely going to bring that up. I thought we were still in NFTs. No, no, but no. yes, a big take yeah. from, uh, and I think um, this is like a pretty cool flex because we were all really excited. And when we made the decision to do meetups and like build our community mm. and an outside Web3 community in the Gold Coast, because there wasn't really a strong and prominent one, we all jumped on board and we all got really excited and we pushed it and we we made really you know um what's the word very ambitious targets like every time we're going to double it and you know if, if we can hit 30 in our first one and maybe we'll go to um, 60 the next time or 50 yeah. and we just kept blowing it out of the water and i think like you said the irl thing was yeah. huge because we didn't realize how many people whether they knew anything about crypto blockchain nfts wanted to learn and they wanted to meet like-minded people and they you know it created a really cool community and a bunch of cool friends and yeah. a, you know i just love it and it, it was a thing where you know it, the support went both ways like we'd have events they'd all come and support us if they were having events that invite us we'd go support mm. them and it was it was just really nice to see and, and this i've learned so much from those other events as well yeah. like getting being exposed to different industries yeah. and things of that nature it's, mm -hmm. it's absolutely been and that's, that's a that's a big takeaway. I think yeah. we learned a lot um, by you know uh, holding our own meetups and plus being part of other uh, yeah. groups as well, yeah. attending other meetups. So that's a yeah. huge uh, takeaway as well. And yeah, and it was a really sorry. I'm no, you're sorry. Right. <laughs> it was a really um, like humbling experience to like see so many people support us and give us the opportunity to support them in return. Like it was yeah. just so touching because mm -hmm. like, I, I think you saw a lot of people held you so close and you know, really um, it, it meant a lot. Yeah. And like when we would go to their events, seeing yeah. their faces light yeah. up, like that was so cool. Like just to see, we have built our own community. Yeah. What were you gonna say? <laughs> no, well, one, I think we should just, a big thank you to anybody that did invite us along to their events. Yeah. Cause Absolutely yes. loved it. Hundred um, percent. With the, going to those events actually helps feed a little hobby of mine. Unlike oh, typical, no, 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 unlike your typical crypto bro, <laughs> yes. that like 
so a bit higher to Jarvis. So, you know, <laughs> Charlie will know who we're talking about yeah. there. Um, you know, and go talking crypto, crypto, crypto. I'm not necessarily like that with blockchain or anything like mm-hmm. that at all. But pretty much anywhere I go, I'll see whether it's a retail business, you know, a storage company, it could be anything. And I'm always thinking how could improve their systems or right. platform or business, or if there's even a use case full stop. Yep for blockchain in it and where it could possibly go mm-hmm. in the future. And that's why I like being exposed to yeah. all of those other industries and mm-hmm. people from, you know, yeah. in, in those events. I guess because then you get to uh, learn their processes, their businesses, and, yeah. you know, because they don't know the blockchain, right? They don't talk about their business, their, their challenges, and, you know, you can ask the questions, yeah. and that only makes us smarter, and that way we can provide a lot more, um, what about value yeah. to anyone, yeah. really. So anyone wants to have a chat. Yeah, and it's fun for us because it's almost like a little challenge. Like we get the opportunity to apply our knowledge. Like, okay, what can we do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we do that all the time. So yeah. it's a good little, you know. The, it is. Fun it's little. good yeah. fun. Speaking of the meetups, guys, we're actually resuming in February, first Tuesday of the month. So make sure you come along. We're really excited to get the numbers back up, see everyone after the holidays, say hi, reconnect. Happy New Year. Yeah. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I mean, like, uh, so this uh, this time, uh, the meetup's going to be a little bit different. This meetup going to be a little bit different. Um, it's going to be a lot more exciting. And uh, it's a different uh, type of uh, meetup, this one. And more information will be released uh, soon. I don't think even you guys. No, uh, I was about to say. <laughs> no, I'd love, I'd love to hear about these surprises <laughs> at the same time everyone else here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, the information will be uh, released soon and will be sent out to everyone. And... Uh, it's pretty pretty cool stuff we are doing, um, and it's it's mainly to bring value, right? Yeah. Um, now we have done four meetups, right? And we learned quite a lot from those meetups, right? Yeah. So with those meetups, we see a few people. We we brought in, we invited uh, new people to join uh, the uh, the meetup as well. Mm-hmm. And now uh, we had to look at okay, how can we iterate? How can we make it better? And that's the way we're going to improve as a as a team, yeah. as a group of, um, you know, enthusiasts. That's how we're going to enthusiasts, right? And it's important. So pretty much that's, a, um, you know, wrap for 2022. Yep. 2023. Right, 2023. Yes. I think that we're going to see a combination of a lot of things that we spoke about. Yeah. So the brands coming into the space, mm. um, the fact that, you know, the, the whole metaverse thing, but people don't necessarily want to be you know, locked in their room behind a screen. Yeah. You know, you even touched on the fact that they wanted to meet up in IRL and things mm. of that nature, which is why I think AR is going to be a very big thing, especially when those fashion brands and things like that mm. get a little more involved. Mm. Um, and along with that, there's been, I'm actually still waiting because I haven't seen anything that really sparked my interest yet. Yeah. But I know there's a lot of companies out there working on, you know, like new glasses, like, so like yes. the old Google Glass, but newer versions mm-hmm. of that. Some of those are a little still bulky, but I think you'll see yeah. some stuff released this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the big thing. I think AR, along with you know your NFTs from the blockchain, your brands and fashion and things like that, are going to be a very big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And not not just fashion. Like you know, you can use it for any product. So I mean, if you've got that AR, rather than have to scan that QR code with your phone yeah. to see where that particular product was made, was it ethically sourced? 
you know, was it stored correctly? Does it have any ingredients mm-hmm. in there that you could possibly be allergic to? Yeah. You're just going to know. And I was thinking like this, right? Now, if a product has, um, or if a product or a location or some specific mm-hmm. thing, right? It has, say, five NFC chips. Five different NFC chips, right? Mm-hmm. And you have an app. Mm-hmm. And based on your NFT, you... You know, if you're a VIP, you, when you scan, it reads a VIP NFT. If you are a normal user, it reads a, when you put it, yeah, and it reads, you know, I don't know if that's impossible. Which it's reading? What? Yeah, right. So if, if you have five, let's say, for example, you got like product, yep. right? Uh, it's like, oh, this is like, let's go to a sneaker, like yep. uh, this uh, special sneaker, right? Um, you have like maybe five NFC chips in there, right? So this product that you walk in, you're walking to real life, right? You have this thing and you, you know, you can order it or you can, you know, it's like a say NFT meetup and you have all these products, right? And I have a NFT, you have an NFT and more, you got an NFT, right? Yeah. And they're different levels. And when you go and, um, you know, so when you differentiate go close, between them. Differentiate between them. Gold, gold, silver, bronze. Yes, gold, silver, bronze, right? And then when I go close, close to the thing and it recognizes ah, I'm, I'm holding this NFT, like the bronze NFT. So then I will get only the NFC based on that. So in which way are you, are you looking at like it providing you information or are you purchasing it? Or is it- You could be purchasing, or, it could or, be the benefits. Or, or is it Nathan Sneaker, for example? Yeah. And then depending on what type that- no, NFT that it could be like- I, you think, you're saying, based I on, think you're saying like, to have the ability to have all people of different levels according to what NFT they have to scan it and it showed different information depending on what depending on the different on, levels or yeah. but that could be probably accomplished with just the one NFC chip. I don't think you'd need a yeah. vibe of could be, yeah. And just to mix it up a Russian roulette of NFC chips. It, yeah. Yeah, it could could be, but <laughs> even with just the one and then obviously the yeah. Yeah. NFT NFT you have that that could is what does yeah. get. So that's the identifiable object mm. in the NFC. And then the NFT. Yeah. And that'll be cool. You know, I mean, like, I think un- until we try these new mm-hmm. things and test it and see how that works. And I know um, I read an article about um, who Apple coming up with their headset this year as well. They're like about two and a half thousand or three thousand US dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how bulky or what it's going to be like, but yeah. they said they're going to release it, you know, they're going to reveal it. Sorry, reveal it this well, year. I think the headsets are great next. for the metaverse and those yeah. type of things. But, but as VR, we said, there's a lot of yes. it will come into VR. Like people won't yeah. so want not to just VR, be, AR. Sorry, yeah, well, AR. Yeah. So yeah, because they're not going to want to just be in that one Correct. space. They but they also have. Bring that into yeah, the world. I saw like again like there's a um, you know specs like it's a bit bulky. Mm. Um, not as sleek as Google Glass, yeah. but a bit bulky. But you know it's it's a glass and this like that's a full uh, AR experience. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a lot more. I think the, as the technology improves, the hardware improves, and you can just cram all that in. Yeah. And that will be the beauty of it, you know. Um, but yeah, so cool. Oh, sorry, sorry to hijack your. No, 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 yeah. no. But, but, but that's what I think hmm. we're going to see. So you're going to see like more interaction between like more immersive technology yeah. in 2023. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I think it'll be driven by the brands. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of SHIB? <laughs> Are you going to go to the dollar in 2023? I don't think in 2023. Not 2023. This is not financial advice. No, no, not at all. Not yeah. Not. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'd be happy if it rallies a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
It, it, it only needs to rally back to what it had for the world. So. Gee, it's going to rally for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's going to rally for a while. Yeah. All righty. What about you, Maureen? What about me? What is the exact the 2023, question? right? All right. What, is your, what would you like to see in 2023? All right. What I would like to see and what I think are going to see are probably going to eventually lead to the same thing. I think um, that the beginning of 2023, potentially looking at the global market and a lot of the stuff with inflation and interest rates, the beginning of 2023 might see a bit of struggle and a bit of financial strain. But I also think that at those times, especially recession struggle, when people are at their lowest, they become their most resourceful. And I think that we're going to see a lot of really creative um, use cases and people coming up with really creative ideas to try and a lot of really strong communities being built out of the ashes. So that's just my, innovation. Yeah I, yeah, I think so because I think when people are, have their back against the wall, that's when they have, yeah. you know, some of those biggest um, life-changing decisions. And I think, I reckon we're going to see a couple of really um, creative, innovative ideas in the second half, if not, you know, in the beginning half. And I yep. think it will come from, you know, maybe on the back end of some lesser, hmm. better times, like not as good times, I guess. Yeah. Poor English. I, English is my second language, so um, that's why I ruined that line. <laughs> lesser times. But you know what I mean? Like, yep. so I think yep. from struggle comes a lot of change and a lot of new ways of thinking, a lot of resourcefulness, a yeah. lot of creativity, and a lot of community. Mm. So that's my thoughts on it. Okay. And yourself? Yeah. Um, myself, um, I think there'll be a lot more um, real investors mm. will come in, mm -hmm. right? And uh, these investors, because now they know um, they are not there for a quick buck, I think there are some real investors who really want to see innovation, mm. right? And they're going to start thinking, okay, look, because there are good, educated um, investors, whether they're angel investors or VCs, venture capitalists, or whoever it is, right? Yeah. Whoever they are, I see they will be coming in knowing that, okay, we are not expecting probably to see our money for the next, you know, three years or whatever, mm. maybe next five years. I think there'll be more educated um, investors will come in and really invest in good people than projects. Yeah. Because so like there are no projects. Yeah. Yes, long term. And look at people, okay, who can we get behind um, to really build this in long term? I think there'll be a lot more, um, lot more mentorship will go um, because these, this money is not dumb money in the sense that, oh, the, I see the, the challenge for a lot of pre-investors who invested in these projects were more in came from the current space right came from the uh, crypto space yeah. so they made a lot of their uh, money from crypto going 10x or 100x or 1000x yeah. or 10,000x right it was so easy there yeah. was no business plan per se it's like oh you're just taking a lottery and then i want this money yeah. now i'm going to just do these things yeah right where now when you say like educated investors they have gone through the process, they, they have a plan and yeah. a lot more to it. They, they built their wealth 
a lot over a long time period. And I, I think just to build on that, yeah. they're also outside of the outside web three space and yes. entering. So they have experience yes. and they're bringing that in. Whereas yeah. some people just got lucky yes. and suddenly because they made money and it was a lot of times just right place, right time. Mm -hmm. I think that now that makes them some sort of expert when you did it, I think we've come across a few of them. But. Yeah. And I think, look, that's what's going to happen. And I feel like that will be good for the investors because yeah. they're yeah. not coming for the technology, they are coming for something. They're thinking, okay, look, you know, there's, there's a, uh, maybe technology, but I think there'll be more than technology. They'll be looking at the business case, yeah. the use case. Okay, are you really solving a problem or a challenge? I don't call yeah. it a problem, but a challenge mm -hmm. that exists. Yeah. Or I try to create something and then try to solve it yourself. People doesn't need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think so. Those investors will ask good questions from the creators or the founders, and that will make them. Oh, you know what? We might not want to do that because actually digging deeper, there is no issue. You can still do it without having the blockchain. I think yeah. those discussions will yeah. be a lot more prominent. Yeah. Will take front of mind than anything else. And um, I think. Um, from uh, you know, hearing what's happening outside and reading, and what I realize is probably we've got about another year and a half of this current state. Yeah. Uh, probably to get a little bit worse, um, mm. and then I'm I'm more looking forward. I think probably I'm looking forward every single day. <laughs> but I think as a as a uh, industry, I think it's maybe 2025 ish. That's where that's where I'm I'm looking mm. at, um, but. Yeah, my focus is on, you know, don't look at the numbers, but let's look at how we can move the industry forward, yeah. the ecosystem forward, not look at the numbers now. And on that, I think that I reckon the year of 2023 is actually going to bring a lot of collaboration and like a lot more strategic partnerships, people realizing that they have a skill, you have a skill or they have a knowledge base and people deciding finally, wow, we could work together and build something great. Yeah. Like it's going to be the application yeah. of all sorts of different expertises, different knowledge bases, mm. and then the application of technology to advance those areas. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Sorry, yeah. Craig, you were going to say something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with the collaboration, we just mean the collaboration. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Chat GPT. Hey, get out of it. Right. <laughs> so we don't see Chat GPT being a part of the relationship. I mean, you know, I like Chat GPT. We it know. gives me a lot of answers, right? My wife asked me, like, what do you want to eat tonight? I said, chat GPT, what do I say? He's joking, but... <laughs> <laughs> Next week, please do tune in. You will see chat GPT sitting in my seat. Yes. We'll be interviewing I'll, it I'll next week on the big screen. Yeah. Oh, not, no one can replace uh, you. Maybe but, me. Um, I, I think the other thing to remember, too, for the next couple of years, and um, it's already hmm. started, but is the... Um, increasing regulations that are going to be put around yes. crypto, which is good because it legitimizes it. Yeah, it legit legitimizes. I mean, like one of the things that you know we can see the CBDC. I think we had to bring in a lot more people into that discussion yeah. because CBDC. Um, but look, even though we say that humans love convenience over yeah. anything else, right? Yeah. So like, oh yeah, mm. uh, you know what? Uh, you can pay for this in like this. Da da da. da. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's can, I mean, like, that's the whole thing about IoT, you know. And provided that's protected, like, some yeah, consumer but, you know, protections yeah. need to be in there. But unfortunately, but people, people think convenience, convenience over security yeah. and right. privacy. Like, yeah. they don't even think like that. Well, if it makes my life easier. Easier. Just yeah. like Cosy's saying. Yeah. 
and I have a feeling because that's so because I know that because I know a couple of people who just use they just put IoT devices throughout the whole house. Mm. Yes, without even thinking. Without Where thinking does it go? Security, right? And you know Alexa and all those like collecting data constantly, listen to yeah. everything, right? So, <coughs> but guess what? I'll, you know they use Alexa so that it's easier for them to play a music track. Yeah, yeah. for the one song out of 24 hours after Alexa has listened to your entire life's problems, <laughs> knows exactly what's going on in the family. Yeah. If you want to listen to that song, it's there. Yeah, and, and actually, actually Alexa does a lot more than that. So I think you know, a lot more people will go over convenience, like, oh, that's like a lot easier. I can talk rather than you know, pressing the button to open the garage door. But, Kazi, I also think that a lot of that comes from lack of education and yes. understanding. A lot of people, if they knew better, they would do better. Mm -hmm. So people sometimes are oblivious. You don't know what you don't know. So if you've mm -hmm. never actually been told what the risks or what your security or breaches are or how easy they are to hack or yeah. what the fact that they are collecting all of this information and sending it away to be analysed, a lot more people would be a lot more conscious about having these things if they knew. Mm. The thing is, a lot of people not, on an IoT, you don't get the opportunity, not that anyone reads them, but to read the privacy policy, yes. to read the secondary um, use of your data. Yes. So I think that that would come as a shock to people and they would think twice about whether or not that convenience is worth mm. that significant Sign breach yes. sometimes of their privacy. Mm. When your TV can take photos of you and yeah. like record you. <laughs> record you, that's a like, different thing. That's you know? Kind yeah, of that's scary. Creepy. That's creepier than those feet NFTs, I think. That's way creepier. Like, yeah. And if you knew how easy they are to hack, imagine someone sitting in their living room watching you in your living room. Yeah. Food for thought. Um, yeah, that's yeah. it. There's a TV show about that. Yeah. 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 See, Big Brother? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so the um, other thing actually we just touched base on that is the AI. After so I was going to head to like yeah. AI. AI will be a huge thing this year. The reason I'm saying is that it will be a big thing this year. It's not AI just all of a sudden just popped out. I think it's now it's accessible accessible by not technical people, non-technical people mm. who are creatives. You're gonna see some interesting use cases. Interesting use cases now come out because before it was only you had to train your own models. And like when we did our vision projects, uh, computer vision projects, we had to create those uh, models yeah. um, and then we had to train them and do all that, right? But now you don't need to do that. You can get you know, pretty much all these different different platforms were created for different things. Whether to write um, write articles from ChatGPT to Jasper AI to um, like Lensa AI for that thing, yeah. and then you got the Mid Journey for thing, Dali E, and yeah. you know all those platforms were created with, or from OpenAI. And I think um, we're going to see a lot more cooler implementations. I think people had to go through and I mean, like when the uh, iPhone was invented, right? The first app came up was a beer beer app, like beer drinking app. It just makes it look like you're drinking beer on the yes. screen, was right? It looks like a glass, right? And from there, now where we are, you know, we are in this place, right? So I think, and that's what ChatGPT does. It just starts creating uh, Twitter threads, right? Or, or blogs, um, or, you know, or video scripts and all sorts of stuff. And I think people are going to use those low value things, but we're going to look back and oh, that's like low value. But at this time, for people to open their minds, they had to go through this and trial and test it on these easy things that they can understand 
before they can see like, ah, now I see where can I really use this. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, obviously, as you said, it's being exposed to the masses and there's a lot mm. of creativity in there now. But you're also going to see a lot more interaction and collaboration between the different types. Mm -hmm. So now I can just, you know, effectively pick up a device and rather than type, I can tell it something, it'll transcribe that. But it, not only that, it's actioning what I'm saying. Yes. Which gets a little scarier down the road. So r rather than just, you know, repeating or printing what I've said, mm. I'm telling it to go and create an image. So it's transcribing what I'm saying, telling it to go and create an image in a particular thing or produce music or whatever else it's plugged into to do. Yeah. And mm. that's all well and good if it's used as a tool. But when the get to the stage, and I think it'll be too far off where the AI itself is able to action things. It's when we need to be thinking. Yes, I think that's where the general <laughs> AI come into play, right? GAI comes into place. I think we are still a little bit further away from yeah. it. Um, I think when that happens, you are going to miss the days where the robot was able to provide you with cat pictures. Yes. You know what I mean? Back in the good old Back days. Back in the good old days, right? But so, it's funny, like I was talking to someone, a couple of people, right? Um, the first person I was talking to, um, they were in their 80s. And um, so this was about, I think, about four or five days ago, something like mm -hmm. that. Um, and they said, like, you know, the day the typewriter was invented, the worst day ever. Because it stopped people from writing letters. Yeah. And it stopped creativity, right? And he said, like, I am just getting to learn how to send an email. And now they have this thing called blockchain, <laughs> AI, and I don't, I don't know what that means. It got worse the day that uh, typewriter was invented, right? Mm. And I'm like, uh, not really. I think they, they got worse the day that the printing press, or maybe no, it's just mm. before that, the but day that you start. On that note, if you look at um, the revolution of technology, technology in the last, I think... 20 years, maybe. No, less than that, the last five or 10 years has gone exponentially and we have um, advanced in technology more in the last five years than we have in the history of like so when mm. you put it into that perspective that's actually scary they yeah. say now um and there's all these studies that's been done like the the general study is if you are in a coma how long would you have to remain in a coma for you to wake up and not recognize the world that yeah. technology has advanced so that's far point. Yeah. that you would wake up and not recognize earth anymore and now they reckon it's about what eight I years? To say, yeah, eight years. Five if you yeah. were in it, yeah, f five to eight, and that's yeah. gonna go. So people, that's why, like, it's really weird to consider that from other people's perspective. Like, I watched a documentary, and this is I digress a little bit. Yeah. I'm sorry, but of this guy that went to jail um, for ten years or whatever, and mm. when he came out, he really struggled to reintegrate to society because he didn't know how to use an iPhone. Mm -hmm. And it was like so overwhelming for him because he was away in that little time period. And yeah. it was, it's so it's really interesting to see from that perspective that if you're not actively staying on top of technology as it's released, as it as advanced, it's so easy to quickly blink and you've fallen behind. Yeah. And then you, you know, you're in that state exactly. where like I'm learning how to um, text. Yeah. The, the other thing to consider too, though, is that obviously now. You don't need to know how to spell the spell yep. checkers, mm -hmm. this predictive text. Mm. You, don't you don't need, need to ha know how to drive. You, well, pretty much. You yes. don't need to remember directions to places because it'll tell mm. you what, what to do. What about the phone numbers? Uh, yeah. that's, 
Nobody remembers numbers. So I, I guess my point in that is, yes, these are great tools that free up people's time. Mm. Use the time wisely. Yes. But then again, like the time, you, you, you know, you, someone told me, like, not someone told me, but I, I heard something in a video or something, I can't remember. They thought, like, if we, the day that we invented uh, email would make people, like, free up of everything. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? And then, look, now you can get an email, even you're having dinner, you get an email. You go to a bar, go to sleep, and you get an email. So now people can reach you anytime, yeah. anywhere. Mm. You're always connected. You're always connected. The difference with that, though, is that, okay, if email was to go away and stop working right now, mm. you could still function and survive. Mm-hmm. But I think it's getting to the stage where there's a yes. lot of people, like yeah. if, if that, that device, that, that absolute yes. reliance on the technology, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, and that's all well and good. If, if it's saving all your time so that you can spend more of it, like you mm-hmm. don't need to know how to spell or where to drive to or anything of that mm-hmm. nature, you can just order your food so you don't have to get a shopping crate. Yep. And if you're spending your time to go and cure cancer or solve, you know, world yeah. hunger or something yes. of that nature, all well and good. Mm-hmm. But when that stops i agree that's I gonna agree. be yeah. yeah like what if there was a mass power outage and something and everyone had to learn from scratch if you didn't know that already and this is not just a tool but yeah. a, a complete reliance and a it, dependency and it's not just those things it's all the stuff that people look up on them yeah do you know what i mean like all like my the information like, oh, like how the, do i cook this how the, the taps leaking how do i change a washer mm. in it yeah. you know i'll just do a youtube video yeah. for that mm. So yeah. there's, there's, there's a lot of skills that are being lost. I mean, I know that there's a lot that are coming, but there's yeah. a lot of skills. That yeah. It's lost. daunting, hey? Yeah. This topic always gives me anxiety. <laughs> well, you know what? The good thing is we have to worry about it for 2023. Right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Says the guy that uses chat GPT every day for anything. <laughs> to decide what the hell I like. Yeah. yeah. What, do have for well, what do you think I feel like now? I think it's cool. So, guys, um, Thank you so much. I think we've just gone over. Oh, no, we're not. Yeah, on the door. Oh, How good sorry. is that? That's perfect. Um, so, guys, thank you so much for being part of uh, today's uh, podcast. So, it's more like a um, getting into the podcast for 20, what, catch up on 2022 and getting into 2023. Um, as, a, as a company at Blockstars, we've got uh, some great activities and um, few projects, few products uh, planned as well. And we've got some... Um, you know, some new exciting uh, things are happening in 2023. It's going to be one of the biggest um, years ever. Uh, and every year it's been like that, but I think 2023 is going to be fantastic uh, in a sense that um, there'll be a lot more, um, lot more um, help will be given to the community, um, you know, from us. And uh, we want to see the community, you know, rise. You know, uh, the more people that get involved, um, that's how all of us going to win in this space. Not by yeah. one, but by the numbers. Yeah. And uh, that's what we'll be focusing um, on this year. So, uh, guys, uh, thank you so much again. And Happy New Year. And welcome to 2023. On that note, see you later. Bye. And uh, Twitter Nation. See you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.